a Pulp MX Network production. With your support of our sponsors, we have reached over 800 podcasts and counting. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, support your moto addiction by buying from our sponsors. It's the Steve Mathis Show on RacerX.com. Presented by Fox Racing. The original moto podcast. Featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the MotorcycleSuperstore.com Racer X podcast presented by Fox Racing. I'm Steve Mathis. MotorcycleSuperstore.com, a passionate team that speaks moto from talking about going riding, bench racing from their latest uh, company ride to the latest parts and gear. Whether it's tires, parts, apparel, gear, accessories, they've got it. Whatever your passion, they've got it. PB-Pulp16 when you check out MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Of course, they have the uh, Motorcycle Superstore Suzuki team with Top Jimmy, Kyle Cunningham, and Josh Osby at the races. And, uh, yeah, please use the code PB-Pulp16 to uh, save money. And also Fox Racing, Foxhead.com. Visit your local authorized Fox dealer. Kenny Roxon wears Fox, and he just won. So maybe you should wear Fox, and maybe you'll win. Uh, Foxhead.com, global innovation leader in motocross racer. I'm Steve Mathis. With me uh, in studio here for a pulp show tonight, but uh, we're going to knock off this Racer X podcast real quick before the show to talk, catch up with him and talk more, devote more one-on-one time to him. It's uh, RCH Suzuki's Jake Weimer. Um, hey, Jake. Hey. Well, are you RCA Suzuki? Yeah, I was. I was just thinking. I don't. I, I don't like, know if that's how my introduction goes or not. Team Tedder, Kawasaki. I, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just Jake Weimer now. <laughs> just, uh, 250 Supercross champion, Jake Weimer. Yeah. yeah. Three national winner, Jake Weimer. Yeah. Uh, three 450 Supercross podiums, Jake Weimer. Five. Five. Three See? outdoor, five Supercross. Okay, I, maybe that was it. Yeah, three outdoor, five Supercross, 450 podium, Jake Weimer. Everybody. Um, your name has come up a lot uh, with me. In regards to next year, Justin Bogle, Justin Brayton, Jake Weimer, Brock Tickle, James Stewart, Malcolm Stewart. Uh, I'm probably missing a guy in there. Pike. Pike. No, Pike's going back to JGR. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, but. but he was up. Okay. Like, what are you going to do? You finished 10th in the points last year in 40 <laughs> Supercross? Yeah. Uh, you started on Team Tedder, got picked up to ride the RCA Suzuki. Um, when uh, Brock Tickle went out and yep. put in some good rides uh, with that team, ended up 10th in the points. Didn't have a motocross ride, but you've been out all summer. You had some surgery to remove some plates and things like that. But, I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know. Honestly, I, I mean, I want to race. Um, I've made the calls. <laughs> I, I want to race. Well, I, I, do, I do. I do. <laughs> I, I want to race. Uh, I've made the calls, and I'm riding and training at the moment. Mm-hmm. I have a few things lined up that I'm going to do. Um, for 17 though, I, I mean, I honestly, I, I'm not sure. This is crazy. Are you, are you frustrated by the whole process? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, I'm frustrated for sure, but it's just, a, it's just weird, man. It's the sports in a little bit of a weird spot right now. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, I, in my personal opinion, there's a lot of probably deserving ride ride riders in in the big bike class 450 class and there's maybe there's just not enough rides you know there's a lot of guys that there's you know 
whoever it is, I'm not sure, but there's going to be a couple of us, couple guys without yeah. without a ride for I never 17. Even Kyle Chisholm had, had a rough year, but certainly he's put in great results over the years and a nice guy to deal with. Um, Nick Way, I mean, yeah. again, a guy that, you know, is a fan favorite and was in the mains near the end of the year a lot of times. I think, I don't know if he's coming back. That, yeah, he knows. I'm not sure. Someone told me that he was out motoring at Glen Helen in August. I've, yeah, I've, so. I've ridden with him a couple <laughs> times, but I I haven't asked Never him let what, it go, Nick. Yeah, no. I mean, hey, he hey, can do it. That elusive link setting is just around the corner. Smoke him if you got him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but it's frustrating, and, and here's my point, like, Look, nothing, nothing up against like, like Chris Aldridge and Mitchell Harrison, and these guys that have rides in the 250 class. They're good riders. Yeah, but, but well, dude, I mean, put that that money in our sport should go up. It should go to the premier guys because you are the ones racing against the best of the best. And I don't. There's just so many more rides in 250s. You know what I mean? There's so many more. And, yeah, and I, mean, I mean, I don't know if I can really comment on this, right? Because I'm obviously you would I'm, look like I'm a, biased. Yeah, you look right? like a dick. I right? mean, I'm like, right. hey, you, yeah. you, <laughs> you guys should have six man teams on all the, you know. So I mean, I just I I don't think it's healthy when tenth overall in the points can't get a ride. Uh, but Justin Bogle, whole shots, certainly one of the hot young talents in the sport, has no ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not healthy. I don't care what you say. It's not a healthy sport. No, like, no uh, I mean, I, 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 it, it definitely makes you think like, hey, something's got to give here. I mean, if you've got, you know, a, a handful of guys that potentially mm-hmm. are not going to have rides, and even like myself, I mean, hey, there's definitely guys that are better than me right now. Um, but it's crazy to think that, you know, even – in our sports standards, not setting the world on fire, but being top ten mm-hmm. in yeah. arguably the the biggest platform series that we have for yeah. motorcycles, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Arguably, I and you yeah. you can't you can't do anything with it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, and, I mean, I don't know. And it's don't get us wrong, people. It's not like you're in a bidding war. No, like <laughs> like you're not like oh, I'm just waiting. No, no, you're like hey, I'll ride for you. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, no, it's, it's brutal. It's, um, it's weird, but it, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the only guy in this spot right now. No, I there's, know there's oh, a I, few. Dean Wilson, we didn't talk yeah. about Dean, Dean Wilson. Was a guy Dean. that was on. He seems like he has something going, or at least his agent does. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Right? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about Dean. You know, so a guy like that, like you're just like, what is going on with these guys? Look, I'm not saying that um, you should get the uh, second spot next to Dungey. You know, tenth place. I get it. But there should be something where you can make a guy like you should be able to make six figures very easily, no doubt, in my mind, low six figures all day long. And because you're in the top ten. And if you want to talk about, you know, how you should make even more than that, fine, I'll go there. Right. But I'm just saying, like, bottom line. the bottom line is yeah. a guy like you should be able to make that because that's how fast you are. That's how good you are. Or Pike or Dino or yep. Bogle. I mean, any of you yep. guys. So, And then you have guys who are – Eighth to twelfth place in a regional series, and they're pulling in six figures. Yeah, I mean it's they're in a they're in a in a lightweight class uh, that has half the competition, and they're killing it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, uh, whatever. Okay, I've ran it enough, but um, I mean, you could be my agent if you want. I know. I told. <laughs> I believe some of the agents out there. I would do a better job than some of the agents out there, because I hear stories. About agents walking into these teams. I don't doubt it. And they, they drop a number that teams are like, 
Are you high? Yeah, I've heard. Are you drunk? I've heard. Right. So, okay. Um, last year, start out with Team Ted or Kawasaki. I told you that was a terrible, terrible idea. You had to get away from Kawasaki. I've always said that because you rode there for a factory team for so long. So you weren't going to get hired back there. Well, four years, right? Four years at Cali? Three. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. Um, but then you get the call to RCH Suzuki to fill in. Uh, one, how difficult was that for you to take? Uh, obviously, Tedder has a nice program. They've done a lot for you. They, they base their program on, hey, we have Jake Weimer, you know, and everything else. You had to tell those guys, hey, I got to go. Or did you – was there any thought to, like, I can't take the RCH guy, the rod? No. I mean, as soon as that came up, immediately I didn't I didn't feel like I had a choice. Okay, yeah. that was you know my mindset has been I'm this level of rider. This is where I want to be, you know, and on a factory level. And and Tedder allowed me to continue racing and mm-hmm. and did you know a good job for me. Um, but when I got this opportunity, I didn't feel that I had a choice, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't, but you it, discussed it with Tedder beforehand, like, Hey, if I get a fill in spot, no, uh, oh. well, I did the year before oh, okay. the year before yeah. we had talked about it and said, you know, kind of laid some ground rules down and I, but then I, you broke your arm really bad. And so, yes. Yeah. And then we, but it was kind of the same mm-hmm. going into the, the next year, but, um, so yeah, we had talked about it, and and he knew that if I had a factory, if he, I mean, he had said it. If yeah. if you had a factory opportunity to come up, you know, like, hey, yeah. man, I I, right. I get it. But it, I mean, it wasn't easy. You know, I had to talk to him, and mm-hmm. and also too, people don't realize. Like, I've talked to guys who have filled in, not always great deals. Factories know that they know they have the bike and the the image that you as riders want. And they kind of hold you over a barrel, so it's not always a great thing. I let's put it this way: I didn't do it for the money. Um, yeah, but they did commit to you all supercross, which is one thing. Something I think you told me that, that was had to when, happen. When they asked me if I would do it, I said, "Well, it depends." And they said, "Well, on what?" And I said, "I'm not going to do it for." I didn't know what yeah. the extent of Tickle's injury was, but I said, "I'm not going to do it for three or four races. If I'm going to do it, I want a commitment through supercross." Yeah. And they were cool? They yep. were like right away? Yeah. Right away. They Which said, okay. I 100% understand. Yeah. Like, look, I'm burning tether. I can't go back. I yeah. Can't, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, say- I, I've yeah. – saying burnt tether. No, I, hope, I know. No, no. I know. Yeah. But, I, I mean – Can you go back to tether in 17? I don't know. I haven't – I mean, I'm still cool with Dakota. I talked to Dakota yeah. yesterday. Right. Um, but I don't – I haven't asked. Okay. I, that's – Right. I haven't even thought okay. about it. Um. So the switch was easy in your mind. I'm new in it. Yep. I mean, yep. I was impressed. Cowie and Suzuki, kind of different bikes. Suzuki, a lot sh- different. Shorter, uh, better turner. Maybe not as fast. A little more light feeling than the Cowie. Am I correct in all that? Yeah. Um, you got up to speed pretty quick. You never ridden Suzuki. Well, back in the day, you did when Dusty Clatt was oh, five. handing you your ass. Yeah. Um, who can forget those days? But I won't. <laughs> uh, you were pretty up to speed. Not fa- was that how tough was that, or was it? It wasn't really tough. You just I, but got I've on the never, bike and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never really had an issue jumping on a different. Even when I was a kid, like I'd jump yeah, yeah. on a buddy's bike or whatever, didn't really bother me. But I mean, yeah, it was a big change. I mean, I raced Anaheim two uh-huh. on the Cowie, and then Sunday morning I met them at the Suzuki track. Yeah, and um, 
so yeah, I mean, it, it happened really, really fast, but, um, yeah, it was pretty easy, really. Yeah. Which I, I mean, Weimer, you have to forgive me for being uh, a little, um, not, not understanding this because I go to these races every weekend and I speak to these riders after their races and they tell me set up, set up my bike and my setup. And I go, okay. I hope it works this week. I hope you find that <laughs> setting. And most guys don't. Yeah. Uh, um, so to me, like changing a whole bike that's drastically different to me would be, oh, my God. But it was. It was a big change, but I liked it. I was, yeah. I, I was comfortable. It, I enjoyed it. Did it uh, turn better than the Cowie, I would guess, right away? You notice that? Yeah. 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 Um, it was different, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked the bike. I enjoyed riding it all year. I I switched pretty early in the season and it started off like pretty well. So I was yeah, actually your first race was really good, wasn't yeah, it? Like eighth or yeah, something. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like, all right, I'm I might be able to do something here. <laughs> and I mean, it was fine, but I <laughs> I might be able to do something. Yeah, I might be able to do something with this. But it, I mean, one problem I've said it before, but I mean, my the issue I was having with my arm. As the season went on, uh-huh. like made it pretty tough for me. So, as I felt like the, like, arm, the plate was inter- like getting your arm numb or something. I had, what was no, going I on? just had a lot of pain. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't. I didn't really do like gym work. It just mm-hmm. didn't. Me neither. I couldn't yeah, do it. No. no, you didn't. No. Oh, I can't do oh, gym work either. Oh, yeah, oh. I, get, I get pain right. when I do gym work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that there. But I mean, I. For what it was, and I think where I was physically, like, I was actually pretty, I would never tell you that I was proud to be 10th overall. But given the circumstances really? okay. for this yeah. season, I was I was pretty happy just because of where I was physically. And even further than that, that was the first year that I have ever done all 17 rounds. Really? I think in 2012, I got like five podiums. I missed qualifying at Indy that year. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, I, I, do. Do. I do. Yeah, when you're a factory rider yeah. and you don't qualify, yeah. which has happened to a lot of guys. Oh, it happens. Uh, it, it happened to Bill Poto when he was yeah. leading the championship in 2011. Ferry didn't qualify one week either. It's like, and, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> It happens. Can you imagine? What if you're Aldridge this past weekend in Indiana? He's 12th gate pick in the 250 LCQ. He came yeah. through it. He made it. But you're just like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't qualify for an outdoor one time. Maybe Ga- it, it must have been Geico, my first like, year. Yeah. Pro circuit, Geico days? Geico. Geico days, yeah. I didn't qualify for uh, Steel City. That was when you had to do a qualifying yeah. race. Kelly, but, Kelly Smith didn't either. Your, yeah. The year uh, Brownie and Langston went at it? Yep. K. Smith didn't make it. Yeah. Crash in the first turn in yep. the um, heat. Bad pick, gate pick for the LCQ, and that's all she yeah, wrote. Yeah, <laughs> there was crashes right. involved. But regardless, you're, I mean, as a factory rider, you're yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> anyway, so, okay, so I'm surprised I, that you hadn't made all 17 ever before. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd never yeah. done it. And I actually, I didn't finish a couple races this year. Um, like one, there was a couple of them. I didn't yeah. finish Detroit. I didn't finish the main. I didn't finish the main. Uh, Detroit's, at, like, Detroit's like your yeah. personal hell. Yeah. yeah. It's my kryptonite. Yeah. Um, Detroit, I think I didn't finish Indy either. And there was one other one. Uh, Boston. 
Oh. But I qualified for yeah. all 17 right. mains. Never done. I had never done that. Even that when counts. I was yeah. even when I was getting podiums, I right. didn't. Um, it was a good season for you for sure. Yeah, I like. Yeah, again, tenth overall in the points. Um, most everybody was there all year. You know, yeah. um, some injuries, but I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The there typical was, stuff. It was still a out, deep field. In and out, right. Yeah. Um, when you, you nobody listens to this show, so you can be honest with us. Nobody's going to listen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you feel like the team was rocks and based, or did you feel those guys are like, hey, Weimer's a fill-in. Uh, let's let's go at it. Let's help him out. You run different suspension components than uh, Kenny. Um, did you know? Did you feel like it was, it was all in, or was it? I, I feel like, and anywhere I've been, maybe other than Pro Circuit mm-hmm. when I was there, and I think it's kind of like the untold, uh, mm-hmm. what would you call it? Like the the untold truth or rules yeah. or what whatever. Yeah, 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 but yeah. any team, there's there's an A guy, there's a number one guy. Yeah, and. Which I, I understand it, but one thing about the RCH was that I mean, for sure you, I, and I knew that everybody knows that. Like he yeah. he was their guy that, yeah. that they were paying to win. But what was cool was that, um, I didn't feel like maybe the attention was different. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, shoot, I was a feeling I got plenty of attention. Yeah, but maybe just the, I don't know, maybe it was just a little bit lighter with yeah, me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. But no complaints on your end. Like, no. Yeah. No, like, all that no. was fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got what I needed. And yeah. We tested. And, right. I, no, it was cool. It was Like, fine. honestly, I, I hear that from you, and I've certainly heard that from you at the Cowie days. And I've seen it on different teams. I've seen it. Uh, Langston, at, when I was at KTM, Langston badly got more, more the attention. Sellard, Smith, they're like, basically didn't exist. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like at Yamaha, and we had Reed, Villain, and Ferry for three years, and all badass dudes, but Chad yeah. was the best. Yep. Felt like they were pretty good, man. They were like, all yeah, good. like if there was if there was one part, we had to wait till we had all three of them. If if that's what the guys wanted to run, you know what I mean? That's pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, I, I it was I would say it was that way when I was at Pro Circuit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, hey, I you know those these are those are just my experiences. I don't know what it's like. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. or whatever. No, but hey, in my experience, is, yeah. Pro Circuit was like that. We all yeah were treated very equal. Right. Um. So back to the RCH thing. So um, basically, Tickle comes back. You guys are running three near yep. the end of Supercross. Yeah. And uh, and outdoors for you, like you got that plate, take it out. Like outdoors was never an option for you, really. Anyways, we had kind of they'd asked me about it, and I was kind of in that place where I knew I needed to get my arm fixed. Yeah. And so we had kind of had a conversation, and they asked me about it, and I was like, well. You know, I guess if you really needed me to, I could make it happen. But my mm-hmm. plan, my tentative plan is what I told them was to get this operation after Vegas and get my arm fixed. And immediately they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. we're not that worried about it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that was <laughs> right. that was really it. Because Tickle's out again. Yep. You know? Yep. Or he, he went out again with another injury. Yep. So. And a couple guys had kind of hinted. I had just started riding, yeah. literally. Yeah. And they'd kind of like, hey, you know, what, what, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, nah. Uh-uh. Um, hey, you didn't know Roxon before, really? Uh, you got to the team? Kenny? No, I did. I, I, oh, wait, I, yeah, at Alden's place. No, no. no. Okay. I, he replaced you at Alden's. I met Kenny at 
Desnations09. Yeah, it doesn't count that you just met him, though. And I would, we would randomly text and speak since then. Really? Before he ever came. Like, he, I remember we had talked when the first. When he was like Suzuki guy, like the a USGP, when they came to Glen Helen. Yeah. He t- hey, man, you know, Bob, we'd chat. And How I, did you ever, just because you just met him? And Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of hit it. I mean, it's not like I talked to him no, yeah, daily, right. but we'd, we'd randomly uh, chat. And who knew? I went and, you know, hung out and talked with him for a while at that Glen Helen GP in maybe 10. Yep. Was that? You know, well, hung out yeah, with him for a little 09, bit. 10, there's yeah, two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've, since 09, I met him. Like, we were, every time we, you know, we randomly, we'd keep in touch, I guess you would oh, say. Oh, okay. And, and then he came over and I, we'd hung out a few times. And yeah, we've, we've known each other for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Um, yeah. That's cool. Um, so when you got to be his teammate with him, um, how was it? It was cool. I yeah. mean, Kenny, I think. Like, I've heard stories of. Look, I don't think you and RV. Why well, you and RV were all right with each other? But no, we were cool. But, RV and I have been good friends. Yeah, for uh, a long time. I'd still, like, still. A couple guys that have been teammates with Dungey are like, no, he doesn't talk to me. Like we're, fr- he's cool. We're friends. There's none of this watching video, and we're talking about the lines and talking about our races. There's none of that with Dungey. RV and I were like that for sure. But RV is much different than Kenny. Kenny's more. He's lighter. You know. Yeah. Like bouncier rv was more just like you know serious and at the race anyway you know like you know like there to get the job done and so was kenny but kenny's lighter you know he's Mm -hmm. bouncing around the truck and he's you know whatever did did he help you is what i was kind of getting at was there a lot of like he's helping me out I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would say that. We would talk about I mean, you know how different, to race. different obstacles on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it's not like he would be secretive and be like, "Hey, you know." Well, I th- mean, apparently Dunge was just gone. No, no, no. Watching no. some video. I mean, again, Absolutely I, I, not. You know, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know for sure. I just talked to a couple of his teammates. Yeah, no. You he, know. we, he would. We'd watch video. We'd talk about the track. Okay. What did you think of this? Uh, that was pretty tough for me. Oh, really? I was doing it pretty easy. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Um, is that is that you telling him that you were doing it pretty easy and it was tough for Kenny? <laughs> uh, one time, <laughs> really? One time, yeah. Nice, it was nice. in Detroit, actually. Oh, nice. You yeah, had him. Yeah. Triple out of a turn. I was like, Nah, dude, it's pretty easy. Really? I'm. It's pretty tough. I'm like, No. <laughs> um, um, and I imagine if you ever had those conversations with RV, I mean, he would just tell you, "Shut the f up." No, like, no, no, no. We would did same dude, thing. He's we would not talk helping about you. It. No, RV is not. Yes, we would talk things. about it. Yeah, we would. Wouldn't he we just would. he just say, "Ah, oh, it's easy. You're an idiot. It's easy. Just no, pin it." No, we would have okay. real life human conversation uh, about that it. That seems hard with RV. I know, but human I've, conversations. I spent a lot of time with <laughs> right, them. Right. Um, so Kenny was cool. Like, yeah, like, Kenny yeah, was like, cool. No, we. Right. I mean, yeah, we would test track together, yeah. hang out. What, you know, what, whatever. Look, I had JT on, and and I've been on, or we JT and I have discussed this Kenny's dominance this summer. You know, we've talked a lot about a lot about what makes Kenny so good. Um, but let me ask you, as a guy that tests with him and, and all that, and during the week, what's his strength as a rider? Well, like I we, mean, I mean, we think he keeps his momentum up. He stands up a lot. This is yeah. more outdoors-ish, you know. Yeah. Well, even Supercross. He's, yeah. I mean, he's he's clearly has a lot of natural ability, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's nice to watch ride a bike you know you yeah. don't you don't watch him and be like oh like he goes he really fast, loves his 450 doesn't he he rides it probably the way it technically should be ridden right, right. Um, like i'd love to see his readout versus barsha's readout of 
yeah, RPMs. Well, you know you, what I mean? You, you already know. I mean, I know. it's different. But <sighs> Kenny's like a like a feel mojo guy, right? Like I think the times that he's on and and wins. Mm-hmm. Which he did the majority of this summer, but even during Supercross, but, Supercross, like I would wasn't, but right. he a few of them, and and even the, some races he didn't win, but he was would kind of come from behind or whatever, and he was riding well. Yeah. Like he's a feel mojo guy. Like he's got to feel good. Like he's you know yeah. he's feeling good about himself. He's liking yeah. what's going on. He likes dressed, the he's atmosphere. Dressed, he's got his stance on. Just socks, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like it's it's all it's a feel, right? And right. and if things are going well and um. He yeah, didn't fight with it. he didn't fight with his chick. He had a good breakfast, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just right. yeah, I think I think if Kenny's happy, right, he's what he was this summer. Right. Um, and again, we we listed at the top of the show your accomplishments: two fifty Supercross champion, podiums, and four fifties. You know, winning the two fifty nationals. So when you see, like, you've been on that level somewhat, not Kenny's level, because I mean, he's maybe an all timer, but you've certainly been yeah. close to that level. Until maybe injuries hit, and yeah. you know, I mean, really, you had a string of about what three years, yeah. four injuries in three years, or something that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, um, that kind of took the edge off of your 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 sort of uh, racing. I feel like, do, do you agree? Like, and and are you frustrated because? Okay, again, maybe you're not Kenny Speed. Maybe you never were Kenny's level, but you're yeah. pretty close at your peak. Well, I got a small taste of it, sure. I guess I would say, right? Um, I mean, you're, I, you were a, you know, I don't want to say that because that, that's maybe putting you down, but yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I I had a small taste of, which is weird. Like for someone like me, I feel like it's weird because I literally have experienced every. Uh, level of of racing like i've been beat badly yeah, yeah. i've not qualified for a supercross <laughs> i've right. won i wouldn't put that as like that, any, well, that happens just to saying, a lot of guys right well yeah, yeah, i know i'm yeah. just saying like i've won i think i've won nine supercross races uh-huh. i've won outdoor races like i've i've been all yeah. over the map podium right. guy winning yeah. championship I read on Vital, you suck. Smo- oh, you suck. I, right. I have yeah. sucked right, before, right, right. but I've literally done all of it. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. Right. it's crazy. I can. I feel like when I watch different people or whatever, I kind of feel like I can see what's happening. Yeah. Because right? like, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, I have right. been through that right. before. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, like you said, I've never won like Kenny or yeah. anything like that. But, but you weren't far off at the, your peak. You won yeah. over the heat races. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go, went to the gate with like, hey, I can make a podium tonight. You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Um, so does it get frustrating or no? As far as what do you mean? Well, like you're like, I want to get back there. Look, you, oh, you know, like, yeah. I mean, especially once you get it, like I said, I got a small taste of it. Um, and once you know, have yeah. that little bit of a feeling like, oh, this is what it's like. Of course, like yeah. it's hard to do anything but that. Yeah. Um, chicks, money. Yeah. Entourage is rolling in all of it. Right. Right. I mean, it's. It's funner than than getting <laughs> eight. <laughs> I know that exactly. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean it's, yeah. but it's. Do you do you feel like and I and I think this is I I feel like this is the case as and this is more of my years as a mechanic than now because in mechanic you're so into the team. Villeman used to be top dude. Beat McGrath second in the. I mean, Villeman was an all timer. Yep. Got hurt at Daytona 03. Hurt his back. Came back a little bit heavier, but you're like, hey, like no big deal. Like he'll get it back. He never got it back from the back injury. Ironic. 
And I always felt like before the injury, you could see how pissed he was when things didn't go his way. Post-injury, Villeman was like, eh, it's okay. I wrote all right. And you would never see him get pissed as much. And I always felt like that injury changed him, man. Like he was so pissed to not win, and then he got injured, and maybe it opened his eyes to like, it was a back injury, so it's semi-serious. You've had serious injuries. Yeah. All of a sudden, I think his attitude went to more like, you know what, I'm lucky, not lucky, I'm happy to be racing motorcycles again and be a good rider again. I never saw that fire. And I, in a way, I guess I'm maybe bagging on you because I'm saying like you never had, you lost your fire or whatever. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not but trying to, I, don't, I, I can't speak on, on DV's part. No, but I'm saying this is what know, I saw. Like, but I feel like what's different for me is that it was like I had a few years of just like getting beat down, right? Yeah. Like I, and I would come back swing and then boom, hit the deck yeah. again. Yeah. And it was just, and it was always something that was just so stupid and frustrating and whatever. And it kind of slowly, I feel like happened over time. I don't feel like I had one injury and then I was different. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. felt like yeah. it kind of slowly right. like to where every time you came back, you were a little, I just lower. kept getting punched right, in the right, eyeball. Right? right. And, but I feel like now I feel different in the sense that those annoying and nagging, whatever injuries, like I would say, honestly, this is probably the healthiest I've been in probably four or five years. Right. Like no yeah. plates yeah. in my arms. Yeah. It doesn't hurt no, when I ride. Uh, no rehabs, no nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, rehab and, at the pool, maybe. And I think that that, <laughs> sometimes, right. that uh, that beats you down, man. It just wears you out. So injuries are tough. And yeah, yeah. I think well, sometimes you can get back and sometimes you just can't. Well, I, I mean, I, I have the best. I, I, I mean, just, I feel. I just saw Villeman. That's my experience where he was like such a bad dude beating RC McGrath and got injured and like. Started being like just happy to, I don't want to say happy to be there, but happy to be okay racing dirt bikes again. I don't know. I'll okay, bet if you right. talk to him, I bet that would Well, you can't too. talk to him straight. He just starts yelling. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I, okay. I don't feel like that's the story he would tell you. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe not. Okay. So next know. next topic uh, for you is um, Kenny left Alden Baker. That was a big source of like uh, discussion amongst guys like me. In the media, uh, Alden Baker's record is uh, amazing. Uh, you worked with him for four years, three years, uh, three years, anyways. Maybe okay. two years, oh, whatever. Three, I think three. Um, Kenny was very vocal in his interviews about I won. Alden's uneducated. He called him. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Uh, uh, but Ken, you know, it was bugging Kenny that he hadn't won since he left. He wants to have more fun. He did not want to belong to a strict program. You and I have talked, uh, you know, off mics, and you've kind of said the same thing. Like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of grinding every day. Well, what I would say is that, and this is, this is honestly what I feel, it's not about working hard or being no. strict. It's what I would say, and I, I mean, I wouldn't go and say that Eldon's uneducated, no, but, no. but. I know Kenny's vocal about it, and right. that's fine. Yeah, he, yeah, that, yeah, That's his deal. No, he, look, he won a title. He deserves to be able to stand up on top and be C told you. Because he had a summer that we haven't seen since maybe Stewart days. I think, I think, um, my, and I, I actually, like, did what you, I think. Did you make a mistake in leaving or no? No. Okay. You it, don't look back because, on it. No. Right. What I think is that 
there's different. Everybody's different. Yes. This is what I truly believe, and I've said it before, and maybe Kenny, you call it what you want. Maybe yeah. he just proved that to some people. Yep. There's a thousand different ways to skin a cat, and there's not just one way to win a motocross, supercross or title. Or skin a cat. Or skin a cat. Right. There's disgusting. different ways to disgusting, do it. disgusting, by the way. Well, I, I'm just... Skin a basset. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Kenny's a... like. No, he wants to have fun. Dude, I'm, but... He's but got a buddy get, call. That gets blown out of proportion because Kenny... Oh, he works his he ass works off. hard. Yes, absolutely. He works hard absolutely. and he Well, yeah, I hate the old you left Alden cuz you're lazy. I hate yeah, that. That that's don't just say ridiculous. that. You do not win a 4D motocross title without being gnarly in shape. You just do not. No. Now, having said that, not. Kenny's got a buddy on Instagram named Bongs on Things and he enjoys That dude is awesome. Okay. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Big Dave. Big Dave. He loves Posting things with Big Dave and, and all that. And I think he likes that image of having some fun. But behind the scenes, he's still working. Yes. I mean, I think Kenny... I mean, look, I'm not there every day. No. But I think Kenny thinks it's funny that people get such a mm-hmm. rise out of like, oh my well, God, he's got a Coors Light in his hand. Dude, How did he win that title? I got a text like, from him at come 6... On. I got a text at 6.30 in the morning, my time, that was just ranting about... Him, Kenny, being right to leave Alden, and he won. And I mean, he wasn't mad at me, but he'd heard some things we'd said. Myself, JT, Weege, and I mean, you know, he wanted to let me know, and that's fine. It's cool. Yeah. We have no problem on that. We're, we're, yeah. We have a good relationship. But I could tell that it just that all that bottled up inside of me. That might have drove him every single day to prove that leaving Alden Baker doesn't mean you're garbage. Now. No, and you I know? and I would agree with that. And I'm I. This is. What I think I polio since you left Alton. Uh, that's true. Well, maybe I messed up. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think that um, I think that Eldon's a good trainer, right. and I think that Kenny's a good rider, and he knows what he's doing, and he yeah. just proved that yeah. he can win right. titles. Do you feel? Look, Alden's a friend of mine. He's probably still a friend of yours, I would think. Yes, yeah, yeah, no still, problems. Right, I right, still okay. chat with him. Right, I, yeah. I, I think Eldon's a smart dude. Right. Like, I don't. No, like, but here's my point. Here's my thing. I just want to make that caveat that we both friends with him yes. and we know him. Do you think it's overrated his program? Because and that, not because of Alden. Alden doesn't go around saying he's the greatest. He's not saying it. Industry message boards. Those people. I'll say those things about Alden. Don't get. I'm not saying people that Alden says that because he doesn't. He's a good dude. Yep. He's a nice guy, straight up. So, I'm well, not, I just said what I will say is there is more ways to win a title right, than one. Right. There's and it yeah. it because just happened. We had RV on uh, not this recently, but six months ago, seven months ago, I did an interview with him, and he's just like, "Yeah, Dungeon's got Alden. He can't be beat. This is during Supergoss. Of course, he's beating Kenny." Kenny's dumbest move ever was leaving Alden. That's RV's theory, you know? I mean, I, I, so. I don't, I guess I've been on, I guess I haven't been on RV's side or, yeah. or Dunge, yeah. but I guess maybe I've been on Kenny's side, yeah, maybe, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, and, and that's just, that's my opinion. Everybody's got their own opinion. When, when you, when I went to go see you in Supercross before yeah, I remember. you checked out of Alden, you were in the corner, not talking to anybody. On your phone, you looked miserable. Yeah, I was. I think you started riding before everybody kind of, like, we were all on a tabletop and you're over there and then you pulled off early or who knows. But I don't know. Y- you were not the same guy as the no. summer before. No. You were miserable. Yes. Maybe personal life, riding life, uh, injury life. Like, you were not a happy 
guy, and you said, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And it, it was obviously a choice where you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was multiple factors, right. but it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't working for yeah, me. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was spending a lot of money and it wasn't, I wasn't what I thought I should be. Right. Did it get better when I left? No, but I would do it again. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, just, it yeah. wasn't, it you wasn't. You reconnected with Randy Lawrence. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I think that, I think I did the right thing. I just think that um, here's it my, just didn't work out. Here's I mean, my it, thing. Like, and I've said this over and over. And again, look, Alden's great. The uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, that, that, that Kenny's got, he's great. Yeah, I don't know him, but okay. anyway. These guys are all great. But why in the F do you dudes need this? Like, look, you're a self-motivated, self-motivated person. You wouldn't be a uh, Supercross champion without it. Um, okay, J-Law probably needed somebody. Um, I would think Anderson strikes me as a guy that would need somebody. I don't know him that well. I'm just saying. But I think a lot of you people, Barsha, Pike, you, Dunge, RV, you guys are super motivated people um, to get where you're at. So, like, why can't you just work out yourself? You know what to do. I mean, you can. I have been, you know, the last year or whatever. Yeah, like, you, but, you know what to do. But I would never – I know what to do for me, and I know what works for me, and I know, yeah. like, hey, I'm I'm in shape to go race, but – I would never have known that had I not worked with these no, no, guys. No. I would never would yeah, have learned maybe that. Maybe the first time, you, but you worked with RL before Alden. Yeah, but you I know, learned. I learned know. more though. I I, I learned right. a lot from Randy, and then I learned a lot from Eldon. I mean, and and I, in between, everybody that I've worked with, I have this yeah. bowl of knowledge, right. and that's what I use to to yeah. prepare, like, you know, and to know I'm in shape or not. Like I, we were laughing about Phil because he's so cheap, Nicoletti. He only does Sagey's online program. He does not pay Sagey to train him. But in my mind, like, hey, you've got a guy. You pay him a little bit of money. And he works with you. He can do blood tests. He can look at your different uh, deal like that, you know, medically wise, and offer you some advice from experts of his field. And then you're motivated to do the work. So just do it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but... I mean, I mean, look at me. We're talking look about at me. A, I, I, look at me. I do all the work. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You don't need anybody, clearly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Strong well, esteem. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that, no, but hey, this is a this is a top level athletes at a at a at a sport that's very very physical. You don't see top athletes in other sports that don't have trainers. You know, like RJ never had one. It's always well. I don't know about that, but I'm just telling you about uh, now. I, I don't get it. I'm I'm a little old school that way. So you're gonna go to the track just solo in your pickup truck, like, hey man, I'm gonna bust out these two thirty five minute mm-hmm. motos. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll just wear a watch and just I'll count and see what my lap times are. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got no. Like you. Work for, for RJ. I mean. I, Again, there's a thousand ways to skin a basset, all right? <laughs> I mean, there's I, a lot I, of different ways to do it, I but I get it. I mean, I, you know, who's your trainer? What's your program? His program's no good. His bike setup's no good. His trainer's no good. I'm just, give me a break, everybody, on this stuff. Well, we got to talk about something. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean, why can't you just say I got beat? You actually say that. Yeah. You will and say, people don't like it. They get pissed. <laughs> you will say, I didn't ride good enough tonight. I don't know what I was thinking out there. You've said that to me. Yeah. So, you know, but not many guys do. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, okay. I, yeah. I, I'll just tell you what I think. Right. I mean. Right. No, I just find it interesting. Uh, life uh, uh, AB 
after Baker. You know what I mean? A B. Ah. It's like, I see. It's just. I. It, it's crazy to me that it's just that big. Like, is it that big of a deal? Like, it is for a lot of people. Yes, it's turned into a big deal. Now, me I again. Mean, I've argued with JT. He's. He's. JT's more of a like. That's the biggest mistake he's ever made. You know. Look at the champions Alden's produced. Look at the titles Alden has. James never won another title after he left uh, Alden. Dungey, better than ever when he got with Alden, and I believe that. Yeah, I um, do too. So, his RV just won every series that he was ever healthy for. With Alden. Um, but I always like, hey, Weimer, Townley, Rattray, you know. Or did, I, I mean, mean, maybe there's just a certain type of guys that, that click and work on that program and yeah. they can excel in it. I, right. don't, I don't know. You know, Johnny O'Mara helped Ricky out and then Johnny O helped Jeremy Martin and then Jeremy Martin left and Johnny O was garbage. And you know, I, I'm over it. Like, I, I believe just going to the track with a pickup truck and a heart rate monitor. I mean, I think everybody just needs to relax and let them do what they want to do. <laughs> well, yeah, but... <laughs> and enjoy back. the racing on Saturday. Jeez. No, we're very angry about these programs. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> very angry. Um, so... I mean, maybe we'll start putting up polls like, hey, I'm, I'm preparing for 2017. <laughs> Who do you think I should pick? A, B, C, or D? Uh, we, wouldn't, we do know everything. <laughs> uh, Jake Weimer on the MotorcycleSuperstore.com uh, RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Listen to this commercial from uh, Racetech and uh, use the code PulpMX16 at Racetech Suspension to get your suspension looked at. And uh, also Michelin Starcross 5, brand new tire out for those guys. We'll be right back with uh, RCH, Team Tedder. Somebody's Jake Weimer. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to the MotorcycleSuperstore.com RacerX podcast. Thanks for listening, man. These things are going great, and I'm stoked with the responses from everybody, and uh, you guys have been doing a great job with the downloads. Don't forget the Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursdays, the Pulp MX show on Mondays, the NFAB RacerX fantasy show sometime in the middle of the week. And a Motorcycle Superstore, they're a passionate team who speak moto. If I'm talking about going riding, bench racing from the latest company ride to the latest parts and gear, this is what drives them to be a place for you to check out all things motorcycles with the top brands in gear, accessories, tires, parts, and apparel. You want to save there. they got everything you need to get out and ride. Go to the website to check out their inventory of brands, uh, over 700 of them. Do you speak moto? If you do, go to MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Use the code PB-PULP16 to 10% off participating brands. PB-PULP16 saves you money. All right, let's get to these commercials from Racetech and Michelin and MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Thanks for listening. See you after the break. Racetech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Racetech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you... And probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Racetech. I guarantee you, Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Racetech Privateer Proven, they work with uh, Ben Lim- also, they're back with Ben LeMay, and uh, they offer a full line of Racetech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10%? 
at uh, Racetech. Go to Pulp MX 2015 when you order. You can save 10% at Racetech.com. And they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast, and we thank you guys. All right. Back to the show. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And what's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage, so uh, it was a lot better for me you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire they cover all the uses key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. And we're back. Race, uh, MotorcycleSuperstore.com, RaceRx, online podcast with uh, Jake Weimer. Presented by Fox Racing. Uh, we'll wrap this up here. we got a show to prepare for. We're probably going to talk a lot about these same topics. but um, We were talking on the way here. Um, and, and I totally agree with you. Like, and again, though, this is stuff we've discussed on my shows. Cooper Webb's podium speeches. You know, there are his tweets about the motocross series. He's missing press conferences. We're all looking into this and discussing it. And I see, like, on on um, ESPN now, like, they're fo- like what athletes tweet is like being discussed by the insiders. And so this is the world we live in now. So this is including my world that I live in. And you posted a picture of your dog in, in underwear, and we probably had to discuss <laughs> that. But um, you're of the opinion, and I agree, like the last thing we need, no offense to Blake Baggett and Ryan Dungey, but the last thing we need is more podium speeches slash robots like those dudes, right? I mean, we need to let everybody express themselves. So, yeah, that, those guys, I just, like, you're, like, all about it. Like, let these guys express themselves however they want. Like, there's not necessarily the way you would handle it. Roxon complained about his forks after Southwick. Barsha basically said, my Yamaha's a piece of crap. And I'm, and I'm with you. Like, calm down, everybody. You want these guys to be robots? No. Calm, back it down. Well, I'm not, I'm not throwing names in there. but I did. But I know you did. I just, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get a lake broke, you know what I mean? <laughs> A tip and fib. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just because I've, through the years of racing and, you know, on teams you do media training and, you know, this is what you're expected to do and for your podium speeches mm-hmm. or interviews or whatever. But at the same time, you, you know, you got to be 
I didn't. I guess you don't have to be, but you you should be yourself at you know to a certain level. And I just think you know a lot of people criticize riders. Oh, he's a robot. He's you know he, mm-hmm. he never says anything. It's just it's fake or you know whatever. Like yeah, but you can't <clears throat> say that. You know if you want these guys to have a little bit of personality, mm-hmm. which I I I'm all I for. think it's fine. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. I mean. But as soon as they say something that you don't necessarily agree with, and then you just light them up one side and down the other, like, I mean, what do you want? You know, I mean, it's fine to have an opinion, mm-hmm. but I think, I think it just gets a little bit out of hand. Like, dude, would I say some of the things that Cooper says? Well, no. maybe not, yeah. but I, I mean, I like Cooper. Cooper's a buddy of mine, but, but. Would you rather him at least tell you what what he thinks, or yes. be like, "Yes, I would," or be like, "Oh yeah, cool race, man. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm I'm excited for next week. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go work hard and, this and, week." I mean, and... first of all, number one, Baggett, take your mouth guard out. <laughs> Stop saying names. Don't get me involved. <laughs> I in... like, but you got to take your mouth guard out. I guess I said Cooper's name, did. but I, I didn't say anything bad okay. about him. Though. All right, I'm just saying. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, like. Everybody should. I mean, I just, and also just settle down. Like, let the guy <laughs> say what he wants to say. Like, if you, you can have an opinion, but it just—it's crazy to me that that fans will light people up. Yeah. Just like, I mean, right. If if it's going to be like that, let's just skip the podium interviews. Well, let's okay. Just... Here's my next point of it. You know all about this. You whip off your helmet. Five minutes later. Oh, not that? even. Okay, not even. Two minutes later, someone's in your face with a microphone. Oh yeah. Tough to to remember, focus, think about, or especially if you're heated. Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. You know, I, I don't, I don't see the big deal. Like, I mean, <laughs> settle down. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just relax. Just right. sit back and watch right. the TV, man. Enjoy <laughs> it. Jeez, people have gotten on you. Whether it's, I think a lot of it from the Pulp Show about whining, complaining, yeah. complaining, yeah. and I don't ever see that. I'm like, look. Here's a guy telling you how it is. A top-level 450 rider is telling you how much work he does, what he, you know, how, much, how it ain't easy. He's not just showing up on Saturday with his gear bag and being like, what's up? And people are like, stop whining. You make millions. Yeah, of, like, yeah that's, I have. I mean, I get that on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> I, like, you're always complaining. You're complaining. <laughs> you're whining. Like, you're bitching. Like, I'm like, like but I, I honestly, I would actually like to have a conversation with one of these guys and be like, I mean, and just out of curiosity, like, what makes you think that? Like, because yeah. if I legitimately am complaining or whining, I would like to know yeah. about But I don't really yeah. feel like I've ever. I don't see it either. It's more like complaining you're or trying, whining. You're trying to explain the hardships of the job and how much work it is work. Like I, I work all week long, you know, talking a lot of shit, of course, but um, you know what I mean? Like the, some people go to construction sites. Some I people, mean, that's not even, that's not even the point I'm trying to get across. I guess if you ask me a question, I'm just going to tell you what I think. Yeah. I, I don't, no, no. I think what's happened I, is people have thought about it because you've been talking about how much work it is to be a racer and at times. But I don't. I, but mean, I don't feel like I've gone out of my way to portray that, though. No, it's been questions. It's been answers to questions. Right. Yes. So I mean. Yes. But people don't. But but I don't. Know I'm how trying to have your back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm just, serious yeah. hard work being a professional motocross racer. Life is hard work, man. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, it is yeah, hard. Yeah, like. 
It's I tough. mean, the miles and the bike and the and the ob- off track obligations and the racing and the therapies and the rehabs uh, that is hard work. And just like okay, yeah, he's not you're not digging a ditch, but you're working pretty hard. I mean, so. I'd just like to thank my sponsors. I'm just going to go back <laughs> next week, and we're going to work. We're going to work on everything. Yeah. I can't wait for next weekend. Right. I mean, I, yeah. it's either that or you know. I, no. I mean, I don't know what. Right. You're not going to please everybody, and that's fine. But no, I, I, leg- yeah. I would like would be curious to know where where that yeah where got, that from. where that got brought up. I know? think some of it was from the pulp show. I do some of that stuff. So it's your fault. <laughs> it's all my fault. Or would always... this be or would this be? Uh, am but, I complaining right now? Or whining? <laughs> yes, you're complaining about the fact that people are complaining. Oh, uh, okay. Talking about you complaining. Look, just get a heart rate monitor, go in your pickup truck, right, go man. racing. Right. Okay, well, uh, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Maybe they got a ride for you on, two, the, on a Suzuki. I can't ride 250s, though. I can't outdoors. Yeah, you got to be out of the top 20 for two years in a row, right? In 4th Supercross. I think so, yeah. So you're 10th last year. This year. Yeah, yeah. And the year before, I got hurt. But and, you were 20th, right? I, no, I, was, oh. I think I was like 17th or something. Yeah, yeah, you were right there. And the year before, I, I don't know. I was right. hurt the majority. Right. Look, yeah, anyway. I don't know what you're going to ride next year. I yeah, don't know what don't you're going to do, but you don't, do not get on a Tedder Kawasaki. I don't know. Get on a Tedder Suzuki. Get on a Tedder Honda. <laughs> get on a Tedder anything. If you, want, if you have to, don't get on a Tedder Kawasaki. Okay. Okay? Okay. Uh, get me very upset. Uh, MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Uh, Racer X Podcast with uh, Jumpin' Jake Weimer. PB dash pulp six. I know you don't like Jake the Snake, so that's why I went with jump. I, that's why I was like, huh? Yeah. No, you don't like Jake the Snake. You tweeted it today, though. I know. I did. PB dash pulp six. The old habits die hard. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Jacob. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Steve Mathis Show presented by Fox Racing. Forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as the bad boy Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. 
until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, hey,